0: Hey guys, uh, before we get started, I have an apology to make. So long story short, this week while recording and editing, I have had all kinds of computer issues. And long story short, my audio was lost. Um, I've worked with Nate, there is absolutely no way for me to to get it back we tried a bunch of different workarounds and whatnot but it cannot be recovered it is gone gone on the plus side small silver lining whenever we record i always do a backup recording now the problem with this recording is all four of our tracks are in one so i can't do a nice edit and get rid of background noises and stuff like that barely no editing is going to be taking place on this just because I am not able to, unfortunately. Also, unfortunately, the way I record stopped. So this was supposed to be about an hour and 45-minute show, and essentially the last 45 minutes got cut off. For whatever reason, the program I use just stopped recording. And because of that, we lost... The uh, show, you know, sales forward. So sales, game pass, talk, milestones and contests. Sorry, guys, that's the best I can do. I've tried everything that we can think of, but there's just no way to get it back. So, yeah, this was this one was on me. This was, you know, Fufu's fault. Don't blame L on this one. This was his. This was not his fault for the first time. So, yeah, anyways, here we go. Hello and welcome to Achievement, Achievement. Hunting 101. I'm Foo Cuddly Poof and this is level 177. Joining me tonight is Rocker Dude. Ho ho ho.
1: Kooshmoose. Moose. Merry Tuesday. And Big L. Eat the change, a filthy animal.
0: Ah, uh, yes, Christmas time. The best time of the year. And of course, the best Christmas movie. Nate apparently hates.
2: (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, a Christmas Story. Oh, that is by
0: far and away not the best Christmas movie. I hate that movie, too. Um, We talked
1: about that last year. Did we? Talked about it recently. I listened Uh, to it. You said that you hate that it's on all day long. Oh, yeah, I did say that. Nah, I'm talking mm-hmm. about his dislike for Jingle all the way. I mean, that's not a real movie.
2: Well, did you? Okay. I know the answer, but I'm just going to ask anyway. Have you guys ever <laughs> seen uh, <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life? Or,
3: uh, oh, it doesn't ever, have enough color for me. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I,
0: it, there's well, not enough
3: color, so I don't well, really care
1: about it. I've seen well, bits and pieces. Well. well, guess what, guys? If you go on Amazon Prime, they actually have. Both a color version and a black and white version. Ooh. So you have no more excuses.
2: Don't read it yeah, say color?
1: Did, did they say it either.
3: it's turbo time?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> no, but they have Buster. Should I see
2: it, Nate? Um,
1: I've never yeah. seen it on purpose. because Wait, it just
0: you've never watched so- It's a
2: Wonderful Life? It's a Wonderful Life is a fantastic movie. It's It's...
1: By
3: all accounts very depressing, so I, I don't know if I want to see it. I mean, I don't think it's depressing. No. I think I've seen it in my life. It's not one that I seek not out.
0: Okay. I've seen I've uh, never yeah. sat down and watched it all the way through, but I've seen bits and pieces here and there to the point where it's like, yeah, I know everything that happens.
3: In I've it. seen it more than I've seen The Matrix. Oh here yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay.
3: Here we go, Neo. Fair. Is that your next
1: is
2: that your next movie? I wouldn't say it's a must see. You don't have to see It's a Wonderful Life, but I think at your age, L, you probably should have seen
1: it. It's one of those that <laughs> yeah, was you didn't always have a lot on, of options back then. <laughs> it was always on TV and it's yeah.
0: It's amazing it that L, being the gatekeeper that he is in all things, has not watched It's a Wonderful Life. I, I will if you want me to. Yeah, that should it. be I mean, on your I,
1: I won't immediately reject it just because it's something I'm not familiar with
3: like you guys do.
2: Now, Corey, you said we didn't have many options. That reminds me of something that happened this week. I was talking with a co-worker about I Dream of Genie.
3: Oh, yeah. And I used to watch those reruns.
2: I was like, hey, yeah. when I watched it, I thought it was new. <laughs> but it turns out the series was only from like 65 to 70. I was born in 75. So the only way I could remember this is if I saw it when I was like, I don't know, let's just say 10. Negative. Right? <laughs> so like... <laughs> That's so weird. Like TV shows today, I don't think will be syndicated. You know, fifteen years after they went off of the air, I, I just don't think they're gonna do that. I'm just like, what? things are very different now. Yeah, they they probably do not. syndicate them, but it's just easier to go on a streaming service. Yeah, they, well, they streaming do, services they mess that up.
0: like yeah. if who you, wants
1: cable? Like if you're a you know a wrestling fan and you turn on uh, AEW wrestling and you see a commercial for Doctor Strange. And you're like, I could just go on Disney Plus and watch this. Why would I want to watch the TV version with commercials? But they're still out there. They syndicate shows and movies. It's That's weird. because they're so old people in America. I
0: guess so. Once they die off, it's us all, all going to be streaming, and then all the commercials will come to
1: streaming, and we would be right back in the same boat. Like, the office is still on Comedy Central every day.
2: Like, in 10 years, will Game Pass put my friend Pedro back on?
1: Like... That's been the, <laughs> the seventh
2: time.
1: <laughs> Every six months.
2: Yeah.
1: And you have to bring it back to gaming. All right. I have to sorry. try. Well, speaking of try. things that we've been
0: watching. We are
3: going to award you for that. Good job, sir. Oh.
0: The Game Awards was this week. Corey and I streamed it, and Elle was there for about five minutes or so playing video games and not paying attention to the actual awards. But, what? Yeah, my point exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that will be this week's topic of discussion. And there was like a bunch of announcements and some awards. And I mean, who really actually cares about the awards? But we wanted to know, do you guys agree or disagree with what was given out as an award? And what was the, the thing that you're most excited for that was announced or what have you?
3: Uh, Corey, why don't we start with you? Yeah, so as we asked people for their their takes on the awards, no matter what part of it it was, uh, Chewie came back with the reveals part, the announcements, which is definitely my favorite part of the you know quote-unquote show. He says he finds it weird now that some of the year's biggest reveals and updates are part of the awards show instead of something like E3. Um, he said it would be like putting movie announcement trailers in the Oscars. Having said that, he is really looking forward to point. Alan Wake and Star Wars games. Um, those are good stories, uh, regardless of where they are shown. I think it's good to, uh, you know, put the news at different ends of the year. So, I mean, E3 was six months ago. It's right. time for another wave of, uh, of you know, announcements. I don't have like a number or anything I didn't count them, but there were definitely a few dozen announcements and reveals at the show. Uh, I think that while, you know, you could save something like that for Gamescom that usually happens in August, that's a little too close to E3, and to be honest, we get a lot of, like, smaller games or smaller devs at something like the awards show. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I, I think it actually... It's, it's it's one reason to watch the awards, for one thing. I would not watch it otherwise, and I think that's probably why they do it. 100%. They know that people would not tune in for a three-hour advertisement uh, because they definitely force those commercials down your throat, and nobody cares about the awards because they're really game of the last 10-month awards, and, and yeah. So I, I, I like the announcements personally.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like you said, the real reason anybody tunes into this is because it is the Winter E3, and some of the biggest announcements, <clears throat> some of the biggest games do get announced at the Game Awards.
3: It's also not console specific, although there are some exclusives that are shown. Uh, it's one kind of like everybody comes together kind of deal. So we did see games that did not have the xbox logo on them and we did see some games that uh really didn't have any like marketing rights or anything like that so I, I think that's another thing to think about because you know these companies are paying for that stuff uh to where the game awards is you know it's like it's like a free-for-all right yep so any, anyways uh like i said chewie really liked the alan wake thing if you haven't seen that they can basically confirmed Alan Wake two is a, is in the works,
0: which is huge. probably
3: won't see it until twenty twenty three at the earliest, and it's going to be survival horror, so a little bit uh, a little bit of change on the genre. And then he mentioned Star Wars games. Uh, the only one that I remember, and so you have to correct me or you know refresh my memory is they had one called Star Wars Eclipse. Yes, and it was completely was cut scene, completely CG okay and it looked super good and we found out that it's being developed by some developer that has worked with sony and so this one had no marketing quantum dream or quantum something like that yeah
0: Yeah, i think that's and
3: so i don't remember this one having any kind of you know console stamps on the end of it but this is the team that made Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human. And those are PlayStation exclusives. So, uh, while, while something like it's, you know, having Star Wars as an exclusive on one side seems weird, we might not get that game. But it's also going to probably be a very story driven game and probably not a lot of action as much as I know of those other games that I haven't played. So, I would not expect something like Fallen Order 2 out of this. It's probably going to be very narrative driven and, and things like that. How uh, keeping along. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I was gonna say, how hard is your heart gonna break, Nate, if Star Wars Eclipse is a PlayStation exclusive?
2: It depends. I need to see more. I didn't see enough there to be like, oh, I should get excited about this because what I really wanted to see was Star Wars 1313 come back, and uh that's probably never gonna happen. Never. And I'm just setting myself up for uh <laughs> depression and such. But um, yeah, I if it's a You know, if it's something like Detroit uh, Too human or whatever, uh, well, spoiler, I have a PlayStation. So I could play it, but I'm not, like, super jazzed about it. Um, Yeah, I would be upset that I couldn't get achievements. Uh, Yeah, I'd be a little bit upset, but I wouldn't feel like I needed to play it right away. That's my feeling right now. I'm sure that will change as it becomes more of a reality.
4: Okay.
3: What so, were you going to say, Corey? Just to just to throw some of my favorite announcements since Chewy went with his, um, I, I'm ecstatic that we finally have a date for Tunic. That's the game that's been in uh, uh-huh. the E3 news feeds for years. Uh-huh. We have a date, Nate. It's going to uh-huh. be here within three months. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a Tunic. It's mm. going to get delayed. Yeah, I mean, if I put it on my fantasy critic for 2022, it it will be delayed until it's on my Xbox.
2: It does not, the date means
3: nothing. So 100%. So that one uh, was exciting for me as far as like brand new games that I am looking forward to. Uh, just real quick, just to knock out a couple, uh, I'm actually kind of wanting to play this Rumbleverse game, which is a game being made and published. It's not being made by Epic, but they're publishing it. Uh, iron galaxy the people who made killer instinct are creating it Uh, but basically it's like Fortnite, but melee only and there's no building from what i can tell so it's very cartoony the menus look pretty much identical to Fortnite. um it's gonna be battle royale like 40 people or something uh free to play gonna come out in february uh there is achievement list out for it already and you can buy into an early access pack but nobody's unlocked an achievement so as far as i know early access on xbox is not a thing yet and they don't have a date for that. It does just say February on the store page, so I don't know. I'm trying to get into it, but that's one that I am uh, looking forward to. Uh, I am excited for uh, the, the Matrix. Well, it's not a game. They, they did a Matrix experience, and uh, another patron mentioned that, so maybe we can get into that later. And then uh, the only other thing that like I tried to get Kenny into was Doe KV. Uh, he's I'm not sold not yet. not playing that. I'm going to get, I'm going to get you to play V. You're not okay? going to and get me to play that. That game. was a bad showing because it was a music video. I got to get you to watch like the real thing. I no, hated it, everything
0: happen. about that trailer. Oh, all the better. I, I really uh,
3: don't know how that could have been of a less of a Kenny trailer. Well, we're still going to get you to play it regardless. And no. then the last thing I want to mention, <laughs> <the> last <laughs> announcement, is Sonic Frontiers. Uh, all we got was this like CG. Uh, maybe, like, a minute 40 teaser. But Sonic Frontiers is the next game that Sonic Team is working on. Looks pretty. And from what we can tell, it is open-world-esque. And that really intrigues me.
0: Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be open-world, open-world, or more like uh, Sonic Adventure DX, where it had, like, the hub worlds kind of a thing.
3: I didn't play that, but even that, that, I would welcome that. Like... I don't really care for 3D Sonics. We've talked about it before, but this one, if if it could be like an open world, I could go wherever. That might sway me a little bit. I, I am excited to see more. Um, and I, it just says late 2022. It'll probably get pushed back. So uh, we're, we're a while away, which is my other hot take. Some of these things had no dates. I don't want to see your stuff unless you have at least like a window locked down that's no more than 9 months away that's just my personal preference
1: mm. yeah that should be how long it takes to create uh, something
3: i'm not saying nine you months, have to create it but i don't really need to i don't need to know about it
0: i oh. agree uh, i i go back and forth i kind of like the hey this is what we're working on but then i also very much appreciate the what's it uh playground games approach where it's like hey we're working on fable and we have heard nothing from them And we probably won't hear anything from them until it's just like, hey, it's coming up
3: here in a couple of months. Which I very much think that's how they need to do. I think they've learned from Halo. So hopefully they have.
2: As much as I hate those teasers that are just like the title of the thing and just like a zoom in or whatever, those that's the right way to do it if you're gonna do it. Because you show that pre footage and then you get your expectations up and you know, the game who knows what that game is. So yeah. I, I would love for them to just tell you all about it when it's within a month or two or a few months, but, uh,
3: and I, yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't even going to talk about it and I don't think I'm taking anything away from you guys. And I'll just mention this and I get done like, uh, cause it, it's on my screen now, but they finally announced a date for the cuphead DLC cuphead came out like five, six years ago. It feels like four have We've, we've four known years. about DLC for a long time. It's finally coming out in June of next year. So we're still six months away from that. And this just DLC. They said, um, you know, in the, in the little spotlight they did, that it was like, you know,
2: apparently making games is hard, and um, telling people what you're going to do before you actually know how to do it is difficult, and you probably shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> yes,
3: yeah. they were so, they right in my book. Yes, yeah. so
2: who knows? Maybe this is going to be like a whole new game more than is DLC.
3: It kind sure. of sounds like it will be big, yeah. you know? Like, you know, a, a true, like, I don't know, I don't want to call it expansion, but maybe an expansion. They called it that at least, so... I don't know. I mean, it's been four years, so. Don't tell me about your stuff if it's too far away. What's that uh, Cuphead DLC called, uh, Corey? It's called, I'm glad you asked. It's called the uh, Delicious Last Course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can also just say DLC for short. You see what they did there? Yeah.
1: Ah,
0: see did I there. see what they did there. Kenny
1: Which did up? not okay. see what they did. <laughs> Maybe he did now. They've talked about <laughs> that before. <laughs> oh, Kenny. They've mentioned that before. So, Nate, you don't like when they show, like a, a, like, a black screen, and then you just see, like, a random armor, and then you see Wonder Woman is coming. and
2: At, know, That's the actual one that I was thinking of, that, like,
1: <laughs> see?
2: while I don't like it, I prefer that over, like, some sort of CG of her running in, and you're just like, okay, well, what f- type How of freaking game, game is yeah. that? It's I just agree. Like, is Wonder Woman just going to be having conversations with people? Is Diana Troy, or is she going to <laughs> is she gonna be go, going and kicking butt? Like, what game is this going to... You know, when they're ready, tell me all about it. But I don't want to sit here, you know, four years out to find out, oh, this is a PlayStation exclusive, and I don't care.
3: You know, that sort of thing. really just an L.A. Noir DLC, and it makes the game really easy. Doubt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman is definitely a game that I'm very much excited for, as that is my favorite DC superhero, so... I'm I'm knowing sure that a game can, is coming, I, it. I, I was love was not
2: prepared for that comment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for I'm, it when he said it on the on the stream. Yeah. I feel That's like I mean, said that multiple
0: times, and everyone is shocked when I say that.
2: Well, here's the thing: as I look at your room behind you, and no one, you know, yeah. the listeners can't do this, but I see no Wonder Woman paraphernalia anywhere. Uh, paraphernalia. <laughs>
1: There's an invisible lasso right there. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Darn it, really to a joke. <laughs> oh, did I ruin it? I'm sorry. Well, invisible jet.
0: I mean, I have a Wonder Woman poster over there.
1: Oh, okay. I have a bunch of on this background. Pointed to the p- ceiling over his bed.
0: <laughs> it's on. <laughs> it's, on the, uh, it's on the. It's <laughs> <That's> awkward. <laughs> okay. All right. Ignore
3: they the have stain. Superman and Wonder Woman, but you know, Brookside side is Superman, and his is Wonder Woman. <laughs>
0: Brookside would be Batman that's her favorite hero
1: he's got money that's that's the attraction there oh oh Brucey Brucey Uh Turek said I'm very happy that it takes two got game of the year uh, congratulations to it takes two I mm. haven't played it but I've heard nothing but good things about it from friends and other Fair. various places for a show that calls itself the Game Awards, though, far too many of the awards are done either on the pre-show or just a small offhand awards. Yes, I noticed that as well. I wasn't paying full attention the whole evening. The show did start at 1 a.m. for me. But I think uh, maybe five or six awards were only uh, fully presented, though I may be wrong on that. I get that the trailers and reveals are big things and probably why most people watch it now, but there were a lot of things shown that didn't really warrant being part of such a show. Uh, for example, Among Us VR and Fall Guys uh, costumes. <laughs> That's what the kitty's like. There's many things like that that, if they were removed, would have given more time for the actual awards. With all that said, it was also a very front loaded show, and past the first hour, anything announced just didn't feel that special compared to Star Wars and Wonder Woman. Sure, the Matrix thing was good to look at, but it didn't really feel last trailer of the show worthy. All right, that's a lot to unpack there. A root trick, a root trick, a root trick. Well, I agree with Yeah, he seems to have actually wanted to see awards on an award show. Uh, no, imagine you're like that. one of like seven yeah. Novel <laughs> concept. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. If he wants to see that, I, I, I mean, nah. yeah.
0: I want to totally see awards too. Like, yeah, I like seeing who gets Game of the Year or this or that. Yeah. But I mean, in all honesty, if it wasn't for the trailers, though, I probably wouldn't watch it at all. I would just get the article uh, the next day and say it you know, who won, and that would that would suffice for me.
3: It would definitely be something that I put on the side, and I, you know, it's there while it's happening, um, but def I would not be paying as much of attention without the trailers.
2: I yeah, do- I probably wouldn't care. I probably wouldn't care unless uh, it was a game that I was really interested in up for a particular category, and then I'd probably just tune out until that came up, just to see them, you know, uh, get played off uh, early before their uh, acceptance speech is over. I will say the Which one which they don't do right now. (laughs) They're just like, and here's the thing. Oh, and here's another trailer. Pretty much. The one thing that he
0: says for, you know, for game or for a show that calls itself, the game awards, far too many are during the pre-show or just offhand awards. I a hundred percent agree with that. This really is something like, Oh, Hey, here's trailers. Oh, and we'll do some game awards more than here's game awards and some trailers. Like it's kind of crazy that you have the game awards, and then there's a bunch of them in the or during the pre-show. Like if it's an award, you would think that they all deserve their own attention, not just, a, "Oh, this game won this, oh, now, now this game won this, and now this game won this," or during the pre-show when no one's even watching. Like obviously, some awards you're gonna care about more than others, like Game of the Year, for
2: instance. Oh, did you have a favorite thing? I know you read uh, erudetics, but did you have a thing? Um,
1: I was just going to point out quickly that uh, I also have not played It Takes Two yet, but this is to me, I'm happy for this game winning because I was shocked. Um, I, you know, that's the type of game Michelle and I would play, and it's by the dude who did Brothers and A Way Out, which are both two amazing games. He's batting a thousand, as far as I'm concerned. That Joseph dude, Joseph, they wouldn't let him talk,
2: they wouldn't give him a mic. They've learned them,
1: they've learned from their mistakes. I mean, a way out is, I feel like, super underrated. I think it's great. Uh, so I look forward to it. Takes two. I'm sure a lot of people are put off by the fact that you have to play co op, but that's the whole idea. Um, as far as my favorite stuff, eh, nothing really. I know there's uh I'm surprised Corey didn't mention, unless he's waiting, um, the Sonic 2 movie trailer. And uh, not Halo- just Corey. And the Halo TV series and stuff like that. I mean, I was I was actually gonna mention the Cuphead DLC. That looked cool. Uh there's a game uh that gave off uh, Scott Pilgrim vibes called Thirsty Suitors you battled your exes i'm like yeah that sounds like a scott pilgrim to me um but you guys pretty much mentioned all the big hitters except maybe hellblade 2 you guys mentioned the pretty big hitters as far as i'm concerned
0: hellblade 2 looks phenomenal when you look at all these trailers there's really two games that really just stand out as next-gen games. The first was Senua's Sacrifice 2, and then uh, the Matrix tech demo thing. Senua's Sacrifice, it was like a six-minute trailer, which, first of all, it was way too freaking long. I imagine most people got bored. I know it's not necessarily something that, like, I look at and I go, oh, this is interesting, but I'm not like, oh, I have to play it. I was more just um, amazed by how realistic that game looks.
3: Like, but here's the thing, just a small correction. You said six-minute trailer. That was gameplay. Yes, and,
0: yeah, six-minute gameplay,
3: yeah. Which, I mean, it, it did look amazing, but I, I think I said it on the stream, it, it was a little long in the tooth. Yes. Like, if
0: you haven't seen it, just... Even if you don't watch the whole six minutes, just take a take a few minutes and just look at how realistic this game is, especially when they go into this cave and they have like torches, and the way that the fire is going, and then it reflects in the water, and then as the water ripples, it just perfectly mirrors the fire. It is unbelievably uh, or unbelievable to look at, and it's gameplay. It's not a CGI trailer. It is gameplay. It is absolutely remarkable and very much to that same thing is that matrix tech demo or whatever you want to call it it is yeah. unbelievable what the next gen consoles
3: are able to do yeah and and so just to hit the hellblade thing again absolutely no date on that but they're showing gameplay at that point so it's like uh why why do you do that um, but yeah, a mentioned like the matrix thing was a good look at, but he didn't feel last trailer worthy of the show. And I kind of agree. Like it didn't feel like it should be a, the last thing they showed, but I think they showed the wrong thing. If I, I wasn't able to download the experience is what they're calling it. Yeah. Uh, because of space. Um, I haven't gone back and done it yet because I've actually watched somebody play it, um, that night. And man, that, looks so good like if you think hellblade looked good this matrix experience this i guess it's unreal engine 5 or something like that um i mean it looks like you're looking out the back of a car in real life and then it turns into a video game it's like ridiculous how realistic that looks and i think that is you know end of the show worthy but they didn't show that i think they showed the wrong parts
0: it's also that they had um Keanu Reeves in it. So therefore
3: hey, he's breathtaking. That's, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> that that's end of the end of the night worthy,
1: I would think. How do you know? You've never seen Matrix, you've probably never seen Speed. Um uh, Bill and Ted is one of my favorite movies. Probably never seen movies. John Wayne. I've never
0: seen Lake House. I don't know. I just know I can't go okay, under
1: fifty five miles per
3: hour. He was not a dreamboat
1: in Bill and Ted.
3: (laughs) Bill and Ted 2 actually was uh, the good one. I've not seen the new one. Oh, that's a bogus response. Come on. I I I think I've seen the lake house, though.
0: (laughs) 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 It's a lake
1: house. Terrible. I know.
2: But I am here. Moving. Wild West 08 says, I (laughs) feel unless you were, were you going to say something?
0: No, no, you can go. (laughs) I was going to read my response, but you can read yours first.
2: Okay. Uh, Wildwest8 says, I feel like these awards don't have a clear timetable for entrance. I know a lot of people feel Forza 5 got snubbed this year. Yes. I remember a year or two ago, Last of Meh. Us 2 one after it had been out a while. I could be wrong, though, but it makes the show feel rigged. Um, I thought I read somewhere that um, it missed the review window <laughs> no. by like two weeks or something. Um, so That's I thought I read. It didn't.
3: It, it yeah. didn't. No, it there was also, a. Co- it also made another category, which exactly. is the fun part. It won a different. It won award. some
1: technical award, right? Yeah, it won two yeah. different
0: award, two different awards. It won uh, best accessibility or something along
3: those lines. Best I can't think. Room Vroom game, and then it
0: also did win best sports game. <laughs>
3: like I don't know if it would have, you know, should have won game of the year, but I think it definitely should have been a nominee. It should have been nominated. It's broken, and it's the same as four. Move on, guys.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it could have been nominated. It would have been nice to have been nominated. They don't have to win, but it would be
1: nice to you be. You know, nominated. a PlayStation game. Be nice to
3: be noticed. win. There was so,
2: only
0: like two or three games this year that kind of that got ten out of tens across the board from like all the review sites, and Forza was one of them. The game is absolutely amazing. It at least should have been nominated. I don't think it should have won, but it at least should have been nominated.
2: But uh, going back to you know what we think about the awards show in general, for me, my favorite part of it are the forced um, bits that they do when they bring presenters on who have no right to be there and probably aren't gamers and whatever. Oh, uh, and then so they just bad. have to just awkwardly uh, mumble through the cue cards. Uh, poor Simu Liu. Liu. Uh, you know, Shang-Chi, he was probably the worst that I can remember. He's was, the only one I remember.
0: Was he the um, one that the was Del, pretending Leonardo he wasn't up there?
2: He was pretending to be watching Halo footage on his oh, phone. Oh, God, that was the worst. And, but like when he stopped doing weird. that stupid bit, when he stopped doing that stupid bit and pretended to just be you know, interested in it, it was kind of funny. But when he was doing his Force bit, it was horrible. And that's, that's the stuff that is great. I really just watch it for the hosts on the ID at Xbox show who are – uh, so professional. Um, <laughs> my favorite <clears throat> trailers were, very briefly, uh, Planet of Lana, which is like a different planet limbo-like. Uh, then Somerville, uh, which is a post-apocalyptic limbo-like. Uh, so I, I like those limbas. Uh Chia, which is uh, basically you're an adorable body snatcher. Pretty cool. Uh, the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice yes. League. It looks like it's going to be amazing. Uh, it's not Batman, but it's going to be great. Gollum. Gollum looks like uh, Abe the Mudokin, uh more than he does a greasy-haired ancient twisted hobbit. And it looks like you're going to be doing uh, performing adorable murders. It's going to be great. Um, let's see. Have a nice death. I did not see the trailer for that, but just in doing the research, that looks amazing. It looks like a Death's Door 2D dead cell type combat. Awesome game. It looks uh, good. I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It said uh, March 22. For Steam, I don't know if there's going to be a console version. I really hope. And then um, Steel Rising. You're basically a Victorian murder robot. That seems kind of cool. Um, so a lot, a lot of cool stuff that I wasn't... Um, I guess three of those, right? Three of those I was not aware of were games and got to see some cool trailers for them. So. And I think there was some gameplay in there. Uh, there is some gameplay in the Def game, yeah. Yeah, there was definitely gameplay there. I thought Steel Rising had some gameplay too, but...
0: Uh, I don't remember that game at all. Okay, well... So I can't say for that one. But for our last patron response, KT Echo says, I'm going to go on a tangent and complain about Final Fantasy VII Remake coming to Epic Reveal. Xbox is always going on about trying to get the Japanese audience, yet they've been dragging their feet on Final Fantasy fourteen for years and are seemingly doing nothing to get the remake of one of the most popular RPGs of all time. 100% agree. I thought for sure that when that trailer finished up, it was going to have an Xbox logo on there. And it did not. I know... I disagree. I know you guys don't care about it whatsoever, but I am very disappointed. I really been wanting this thing to come to xbox and if it's not going to come to xbox then i'm, I'm gonna have to find the playstation version of it or maybe play it on a computer or something but i really really was hoping this game was going to come to xbox
3: it's- so I, I disagree on the comment about like xbox is always trying to get the japanese audience yet they're dragging their feet on this uh well on F- final fantasy 14 and uh and then nothing for the remake I mean, how do we know? You know, it may not be an Xbox thing. Like, why wouldn't they want this on the the console, you know? What do you mean? I mean, like, what makes you you think that Xbox is saying, no, don't come over here?
0: Well, I think that's more what they're saying is, you know, hey, why aren't you doing more to try to get this in there? I mean, unless there is some sort of a marketing deal, on the Final Fantasy VII Remake to where it is on Sony and no other platform or there's like a clause that says it cannot come to, uh, to Xbox. Well,
3: we already you would know think... that the other platform thing is wrong.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, coming, unless there's some, some sort of a clause. You would think Xbox would be ch- or Microsoft would be trying to get one of the biggest JRPGs of all time on their platform to try to get more attention to it. And a few years ago, um probably 2 years ago at this point Phil Spencer in some sort of an interview was talking about how he wanted to get all the final fantasies to Xbox and even in the Game Pass somehow I know for final fantasy 14 the problem there was the monetization of the game and the the director or the creator director or whoever is in charge of it didn't want it on Xbox and PlayStation and all these different platforms Without crossplay and also without, um, like, Xbox Live and stuff like that, he wanted it to be accessible to everyone, which, I mean, Xbox has made some steps in that. Cause if Final Fantasy fourteen is free to play, I'm not entirely sure on that. If it's free to play, you know, you just need, like, an uh, Xbox, li- or you don't need an Xbox Live subscription to play it, I don't believe, anymore. Maybe, yeah. No, if it's a free to play game, you don't need gold, so it's like there's that one barrier out.
3: So, I I, I just think that you know we could still get this. Um, we could still could. I, I mean, maybe it's gonna be a surprise on the day that this podcast comes out on the sixteenth, because that's the day that it goes to Epic Game Store, which is exclusive on PC. Um, and maybe they just bought rights to for the trailer to say that. And no other information has come out. Uh, it's probably a long shot, but I, I don't think that it's a, you know a set no. This is not coming. But it definitely is a little bit of a downer when you didn't see that. Even myself, having never played probably more than fifteen twenty minutes of a Final Fantasy game, uh, I, I would I would want this to come to Xbox. I would play it. I would try it out at least.
0: <laughs> I was just, I don't think I don't see you playing this.
3: If it came to Game Class, I can see you putting like
0: 40 minutes into it and saying, eh, I'm bored. I would give this a cool $17. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. I really wish the remake would come to Xbox. I have no time for an MMO, so I don't care about 14. But as far as my favorite trailers, one that you guys have not mentioned, or probably the only one that hasn't been mentioned yet, is the Metal... Uh, that old oh, yeah. hell singer uh, oh,
3: gameplay, They're but a fan jelly. can't even remember the name. It was for, unforgettable.
0: I'm reading like two or three different <laughs> things. Don't don't multitask late at night. This game it looks amazing. I don't know if you guys if this is up your alley at all. This is absolutely up my alley. It looks like if Doom meets Rock Band, where
2: I mean it looks like Machine Gun
3: Drummer, right? Sure. It's, it's it's rhythm based first person shooting. Yes. As and you, you love that machine gun drummer, right?
0: You have to slay slay to the beat as you make as you uh kill things along with the music, you score more points and it's it's a first person shooter and it is metal. There's all kinds of big name bands in there. There's uh Lisa White Glues from Arch Enemy is in, is doing vocals for it. Matt Heafy from Trivium, the guy from Dark Tr- Tranquility, the chick from Ginger. There's a- Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. Come on. I was getting there. Like, my God. Sheesh, Whiz, was. Give me a second. There's a trailer with uh, the guy from Black Crown Initiative is, is, is doing vocals. Look up gameplay for this thing. It is amazing. I cannot wait
3: for this game to come out. The music I think is, pretty, is uh, absolutely self-explanatory incredible. because, on the stream, you, uh, you scream like a little girl. I did.
0: I've watched the, the gameplay trailer for this many times just because it sounds so good. If you're a fan of metal, like especially death metal, look this game. Look up the trailers for this. You will enjoy
3: oh. it. What's up, everyone? This is Matt Hafee. League. Hello. I, I think that. I just played some of that. Yes, <laughs> played you did. Some of Matt Hafey. <laughs> Uh, By accident. I was trying to see if there was a date attached on this. I don't I'm not seeing a date again. Another no dater. It it was supposed to come out in
0: 2021. But then I guess it got Rona. And now it's 2022. So who knows? It looks like that game BPM that came out a few months ago. But more metal.
1: But uh, yeah, that's uh, the that's Game Awards. Oh, Anybody else got anything? Us, give me Final Fantasy VII Remake so I can not play, to it. play it. I assume you you need some sort of beefy, real beefy computer to play it. I don't know.
0: Um, you need more than the piece
1: of toast that you have. Mm, toast. Is toast a sandwich? I guess if you put something in between it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys remember, this happened the last... Last one of these things they did a few months ago where um, they announced Final Fantasy Pixel remaster of one through six. And then at the end, we thought it was going to say Xbox and then it didn't. And mobile. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they really just, it, it ain't happening, people. I think if it was going to happen, it would have happened already. I agree. Nobody wants that, anyways. Yeah, right.
0: They want it on
3: PC. Nobody wants it on console.
0: Six is kind of notorious for being the worst Final Fantasy, anyway.
3: All right, move on to someone else,
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody whatever. else have anything else they want to talk about the game awards?
3: All right. Uh, I no, that. I don't think so. Uh, other than I have decided, I've been talking about you know our game of our game of awards or whatever our chivies, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think I'm going to postpone that till January. I want the full year to come out. There you go. So look for that. Sometime in January. They're saying Forza 5 has a chance. Not in my list, but it could make yours. Not
1: when Daddish is a nominee.
3: All right. Well, in that case,
0: let's get to the game showcase. Uh, Nate, what game do you want to bring?
2: Oh, my gosh. Have I told you guys that I like limbo-like games? I don't no. think you have
0: ever mentioned that in the history. This might be of the, the first time I've mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: so I played, surprise, a limbo like game that I talked about a couple weeks ago on uh, Coming Real Soon. And that is White Shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is developer Mono Key Kel. Sponsor Hard to Read. And uh, publishers Head Up Games and Thunderful Publishing. Uh, I had not heard of this until the Thunderful. Um, conference went on their their little showcase things they did a couple weeks ago and i was just blown away by this thing it looked amazing and um it turns out it's pretty good um it's not super amazing this is not better than inside uh inside i think is you know on another level from this but this game is solid and it's better than some of the other limbo likes um Yeah, so uh, it's basically it's black and white. You play as a little raven-headed girl. I think you are a bird person. Uh, And you are basically um, escaping this oppressive town, and you're just trying to get out and move forward. Um, You can die in all sorts of horrible ways, just like Limbo. You can uh, do little situational things on certain levels to get achievements, and also like Limbo. Uh, the other achievements are mostly for getting just through a zone, and then there are achievements for no deaths, getting through some of those zones. The good news is they're bugged in the favorable way. They are bugged such that if you die in a section where you're supposed to not die, you still get the achievement. Well, that's uh, nice.
4: That is, oh. yeah,
2: that's true. Of like, I, I want to say that there were four or five of those. Only one of those really requires you to not die. And it's not that you're dying, it's that you're being seen by a spotlight and then they shoot you. So, yes, okay, I guess you are dying. Um, that's <laughs> the only one where I didn't get it and I had to go back and try it to like two or three more times. Um, currently there are three achievements. Well, at, at the time that I played it, there were three achievements that were unobtainable, you just couldn't get them, they couldn't trigger them. I'm not sure why. Um, they have since. Fixed one of those. It seems There's still two that no one has gotten an achievement for, and I will I will go try those after the show uh, to see if they are possible. Uh, and once again, don't really know exactly what's required for those, but maybe it's worth just trying. Uh, just giving it a shot. Um, the story is all told through uh, cutscenes, and uh, I turned on you know subtitles and everything. and That kind of helped. Uh, there were. <laughs> The music was kind of disappointing because I was expecting like new music and, and cool stuff, but they just played like old pieces of classical music. Um, so that was okay, but uh, I was hoping for something more original. Uh, that just felt kind of like an easy out, I guess. Um, and some of the cutscenes were not skippable. Uh, in the in the area where you weren't allowed to die, for instance, uh, you you basically had to sit through a cutscene before you could do the thing. Or I actually, I think that might have been... <laughs> that was in an area that I thought the achievement was in. There were two areas that kind of fit the achievement description. And the one I kept trying over and over again uh, was actually the wrong one. And I had to sit through like a two-minute cutscene before I could do every run. So maybe it's good that it was the other one. But yeah, it's kind of a fun game. Uh, I hope it comes to Game Pass because it's a little expensive... Uh, it's way more expensive than I would tell someone to just go out and get right away. Like, I could tell you to buy Inside for $20 and not Bad an eye. Like, that game is so good. Uh, This game for $20, I'd say wait for at least half off. Um, But it is a good game if you're looking for a Limbo-like and we're waiting for the next thing from them. Uh, This will scratch some of that itch. And that, uh, that game is White Shadows.
1: All right. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, sorry, Kenny. It's interesting. Just looking at my, you're definitely you're my only friend. Who has played this game? But it looks like. You, you um, no one's completed it. That so that's because uh, it's hard. But you a lot of people got the achievements because
2: it's bugged in a good way. You said. Well, um, there's there's three unobtainables. Um, just have not been able to get them. Um, you know, I died. Okay, so the three that you can't get right now, uh, were catching a chick and taking it with you. There's a little mm-hmm. chicken, and you have to grab it and take it with you. Doesn't really tell you where to do that, but it says catch the first chick. So I'm assuming it's the first time you see a chick in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. and there's, um, there's another one for, uh, doing it looks like a situational one where, like, okay, uh, I kind of messed up, but I messed up in a funny way. So therefore, that's an achievement. And the last one is for dying every way possible. Now, there's no achievement fun. tracking, so you can't tell if, you know, oh, I have yeah, to find yeah, just yeah. one unique death somewhere. Um, you just kind of have to try to die everywhere. And you're like, okay, well, is a squish by a thing a unique death? If it's, you know, from above versus from the side, is that the same death? Oh. Is it a different death? I don't know. Um, so hopefully they've fixed it. But like I said, when I when I did it, there were three you couldn't get. And now there's right. two people that have gotten one of those. So either they're, yes. they figured it out, no one else has, or... Ah, uh, they released an update, and hopefully, they fixed all three. So, gotcha.
0: They almost need to make a uh, new genre for this type of a game.
2: I think they do. I think that TA needs oh, to market weird. this as. I mean, Limbo like is you know probably creatively, they probably Called shouldn't Ouchie. do that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it feels to me like there is a. This is a, at least a subgenre,
3: if not a, a the genre. Platforming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like a
1: different type of platforming yeah it's colorless platforming no this oh, I mean, mean you wouldn't put it inside in the same place
0: like inside and Mario are different
2: well what are you going to do when Planet of Lana comes out or look at um, uh, Little Nightmares Little Nightmares is kind of like this same sort yep. of subgenre and very colorful it you know at times
0: there's a million because games a po- that could go
3: into the platforming genre this one's a little yeah. different. What do you what do you call it? 2D stroll plane genre?
2: <laughs> I'll have to think of something, but I, you know, the top of my brain is limbo like, but I mean you can say roguelike and roguelite, and that's named from a game, but you know, people are too old. Only the olds remember that. The the young's don't know what that means. But
3: um Listen, friend, if we don't have a lawn mowing genre, you're not getting anything for this. Oh, we shall see.
0: Well, at this point, there could be a mowing genre, too. It only
3: takes three They're games. They're good. There there are three games. I've been tracking it. it.
0: All right. Well, in that case, uh, Corey,
3: what have you been playing? All right. Well, it is only appropriate to uh, start mine with uh, a little bit of music. Yes. It's Halo. Wait, I, I, what What music? I don't hear anything. Don't worry Look. about it. You can edit that part out. <laughs> I've been <laughs> playing I Halo Infinite. <laughs> and I'm going to say there are absolutely little, no spoilers. We're just going to talk about the game. And I am loving this, which means what? that you, anybody who loves Halo, probably would hate it. And since I don't love Halo, I love Halo Infinite. I, I'm playing mm-hmm. the campaign. It is amazing. I can't wait to like go back into it. I'm not super far into it. Like six hours a little bit more and i'm having a ball with it have any of you guys started the campaign
0: no i've Not just it. been playing
3: multiplayer. this is a brand
2: new game what is this
3: i've i've been obsessed brand with the new. multiplayer okay I, well yeah. you need to play the campaign let me tell you <sighs> um you start uh, out and you, you, uh, you play a little bit play and it alone it's, it's different than traditional halo like i don't I don't care for a traditional Halo where you have mission one, then you back out and menu cutscene happens. and mission two. this is so much better. This is open world. Think of far cry, but then put Halo in its place. That's what this is. You have uh, an open world map and it's kind of sectioned off. And you have bases that you need to capture. There are spots of interest on your map where you can go and get uh, upgrade things. So you actually upgrade your, you know, you, Master Chief. Uh, there are unlockables that you can go find, and it's it's that checklist part that where you can like say, "All right, I'm just going to focus. I have I did this last night. I had played I had like 45 minutes to play Halo." And I said, all right, I'm just going to clear off all these little parts around the map. And I did that. And I put a waypoint on the map, went to it, and then started just clearing it off as I go. Because I'm trying to do, you know, I want to do it all as I do the main story. And as of right now, as we've learned, can't replay things. Um, And some things, like very, very few, have achievements tied to them. But they're going to be adding that later, apparently. Um, But it's... It's just so good. It looks good. The guns feel great. I love the grapple hook. I wish you would play this, Kenny. Spoilers. So, as no spoilers. Oh.
0: I'm I'm going to play it. The 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 thing that when I go to play this, I want to have a couple hours dedicated to it. And that way I could actually, you know, dive into it and actually get a legitimate feel for it instead of just playing for 45 minutes or something like that. Um so after the game of words our Thursday night crew got together and we played some Halo Infinite multiplayer. Yes. And
2: Midnight Halo.
0: And I asked Prue, because him and I are kind of on the same page when it comes to Halo and how we think about the campaigns and whatnot, I asked him what do you think of the campaign? Because he had been playing it for a couple of hours. And he said, it's good. Like, he really liked it. And when he said that, I went, ooh. That gives me some hope. Because if you listen to this for any length of time, you know that I have absolutely no confidence in three four three. I full-on expected this game to bomb. I honestly did not expect this game to come out now. I, I anticipated another delay. So, I mean... Good job, three four three. You did that, but I will say the multiplayer is amazing. It is so much fun. Hearing Prue say that he's enjoying it and he says that it's good, that gives me some confidence. You saying it's good means absolutely nothing because you have no, <laughs> your opinion. that Halo means nothing to me.
3: This has, but I'm mean, glad this that has you're having fun. To do with Halo though, That's awesome. I like it's it's just the gameplay that they give you is is new. It's different and
0: what did yeah. you think of have Halo
3: 4? I don't even remember Halo 4. Okay, never mind. I thought you said that but, you liked it before. But I, it's not open world. I know that. And right. you have to so, pick and choose where you go. That The open world part is what I love. I I can get into a Far Cry. I started Far Cry with Far Cry 3. Loved Far Cry 3. Really liked Far Cry 4. Far Cry 5 was okay. But this just p- puts it in that open world aspect where you can just pick and choose what you do. And you can choose, today I'm not going to do side quests. I'm going to do my main story. I'm going to progress that. Or today, I just want to you know, mop up this part of the map. I love that gameplay mechanic. And throwing it into the Halo universe, I think, is a really, really good fit.
0: See, and that's part of the reason why I said I want to make sure I have a few hours to be able to dedicate to it. Because it's open open world, like if this was a traditional Halo, I would have played it already. Because I can do two missions and stop; it's no big deal. But this being open world, whenever I play an open world game, I really dive into the open world and explore this, and explore it. It's like, oh, what's over here? How far can I go? That mountain, can I climb it? Like, that's just how this I. This game definitely
3: does that. It's definitely and a, that's what makes me I'm excited. I'm just gonna do one it. more thing. I'm gonna do one more thing, and it just keeps like your. The time you're done, it's, you know, super late o'clock and yeah, you got to go to bed, but I think that's a good thing. So there's no traditional levels
1: or you could just choose which level you want to go to at any given time.
3: There's no, there's no load up level one or anything like that. It's just, you load into the sandbox and then you look at the map and choose where you want to go. And they what
2: were to saying, date. I think they were saying somewhere that it's, that's going to make getting certain achievements difficult. Like you might have to start over in the campaign to yeah. get those until they offer some sort of replay feature or something like that which they currently don't have.
3: Right. And but I mean it, you're going to probably play the campaign several times if you're getting for the achievements. Yep. Um you got to do it on probably super hard stupid hard mode whatever. I'm playing on normal mode. I'm just kind of casually going through it. Um, that was really a next question. Yeah. I I, I don't really oh, see okay. that as a, a problem. And like Kush said they're, you know, it, that's going to come eventually and it's a very small amount of achievements but it's missable
0: yeah there are missable achievements so unless you're using a guide or what have you there you are going to miss some things as you can't replay it I could be I also, wrong but from my take is this kind of like how borderlands is set up where it's like it's open world you could go wherever do this mission do that thing but you know once you do x story mission you can't go back and do it again
2: i think that's what people were saying um
3: yeah like the, like the like once you do the main mission i i don't see a, a way to re-trigger that because you're just progressing like if you've never played a far cry or a just cause it that's what this reminds me of and the main story is that, that part's done so it's not like you just go back and fight a boss that you've already defeated yeah
0: that that's what i thought i was kind of giving that to l because i don't really think he's played a far cry or just Cause. But I know he's played
3: Borderlands. Like, the the first boss, like, when I played this game, it was on launch day, and Xbox Live was really crapping out as far as achievements goes. But I didn't care, and uh, I figured everything would pop. And they say everything was going to pop, but I don't know if everything will. The first boss has an achievement tied to it, and I didn't get that. So I'm going to have to play at least a couple hours on a new save at some point and and get that. That's fine. I, I really don't care, but um i don't see a way that i can go and trigger that now my current save
0: see having to play the campaign over and over again isn't a big deal for me because i'm going to play it on normal my first go around just to get the experience then i'm going to play it again eventually in co-op then i'm going to play it again eventually in legendary so it's a halo game i'm going to play it multiple times
2: now, one thing to note: uh, I saw that there's exploits. Uh, there are Easter eggs and exploits that apparently make the game very simple to do. Um, mm. Well, not very simple, but much more simple to uh, to complete on Legendary. Uh, is that is that the difficult? <laughs> is that the highest yes. difficulty getting Legendary? Yes. Okay, so to to beat the game on Legendary in under whatever time, like you'll want to use these uh, Easter egg weapons or whatever. Uh, apparently they they make it really trivial.
4: I'm gonna so, and to that might
2: be that patched up. out. I don't know if that's gonna be patched out. Maybe that was intentional. Maybe that wasn't intentional. I
3: know nothing. Yeah, about there, that. there's there's a, a part of the the game with the grapple hook. So you like th- this is like really like Halo RPG because you you get new things for your suit and you upgrade them. And the first thing you get and it's I not like a spoiler that. because it's in multiplayer. I it's I love that uh, is the grapple hook. And one of the upgrades of that is, like, you can shoot it 40% faster. And so I don't know if they're going to patch that out, but it makes it really easy to to escape. And, you know, with Halo, you just got to get out of the line of fire for five seconds, and you start in your health, you know? Um, I haven't really had to do that, but it does make traveling up something like a mountain uh, fun and doable because I can kind of... Uh, as soon as I, I use that grapple hook, I use the momentum to kind of fly up a little bit, but by the time I'm starting to descend, I can shoot that grapple again. And, uh, hopefully I, they don't, you know, nerf that, but yeah, I, I can definitely see where some of those things would be beneficial in a legendary run. I've not looked up any of the other glitches other than I've seen somebody like fly across the map. I assume that's helpful in some way. <laughs> sure. Of course. That sounds fun
1: it's don't, I'm, I'm having a blast with it don't look at your screen i have random interesting trivia okay so how many don't look at your screen how many starters do you think halo infinite has now two hundred
3: and sixty two thousand
1: three hundred and seventy three okay and he's looking at the screen, and he's looking at
2: the screen. <laughs> I want to say...
3: <laughs>
2: I was looking to see if he was reading as he was making up that number.
1: I was, well, but we, week, we, we asked
3: we, last week, we and it was like 250-ish. Like
1: they were yeah. all, yeah, that and Forza both had 240-something thousand.
3: Yeah. yeah, I actually kept tabs on it for a few days, and I was like, well, not a lot of people are, are playing this past the campaign launch. So a lot of people who were going to play it dived into the multiplayer, so I mm. thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah, most people play you look. play it
1: for the multiplayer, so that's not super
0: it,
3: uh, surprising.
1: Well, I didn't tell you the answer yet. What is it? It's actually 298,000 now. So That, that is very, a, a larger jump than I would have expected. That means a good 50,000 people waited for the campaign.
2: That's awesome. It took that long to download.
3: <laughs> it's <laughs> only hard. like 40 gigs, 40-something gigs. I just found that interesting.
1: And it I'm is sure. interesting. Thank I'm you. I'm sure L. some people only care about the game, uh, campaign, I'm sure. And they don't care that it's part of a 1600, whatever the hell they did, gamer score.
0: So, L, is there any chance you're going to play to single player?
1: Yes. I want to.
0: I did not ex- expect that answer.
3: I was actually going to do it today, but. Uh... Oh, you should. It is rocker stamp of approval. Uh Not game. Well, it might be no. game of the year contender. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to beat the game before the day no. of year. But no way it's hold on. Navy I have an important question.
1: Will Big L get lost? Yes, he will.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. I haven't even played it. I could tell you, yes. The it's the an map, open world game. You, you have a map read.
3: in this one, so. Yeah, it's your, easy, it's easy to read. The only thing I would waypoints. I would say that they can improve on it is, like the radar is there, like traditional Halo, but it just yeah. is a radar. It doesn't actually. It's not a mini map. I wish it was a mini map.
0: It's a motion you know a waypoint, sensor.
3: you know what a waypoint Whatever. is? Whatever. I know what a waypoint Maybe. is. There's waypoints in the game.
0: Oh, well, if there's waypoints and there's a map system, then yeah, Big L is gonna get lost. Is there you GPS? Know?
3: Turn by turn. Is there fast mm, travel? <laughs> yes, there is fast travel. Oh, all right. I should be okay then. But you oh. have to unlock it. Oh. to the oh, different in that places. case, he'll get lost. All right. Damn it, Kenny. <laughs> you know I'm not And wrong. Um, just a, not wrong. a piece of trivia. And I don't know if this was like the other Halo games. Uh, my, my secondary weapon is always my pistol. I am very yes. hesitant on dropping my pistol. That thing is so good, and it feels so good in the hand.
0: The pistol definitely feels good. It's nowhere near as good as the pistol from Halo 1. But, uh, but
3: yeah, Halo Infinite, it's super good. I'm enjoying it thoroughly.
5: Hello and welcome to a very, very special segment with me, your favorite neighborhood wiki, Chewy and Ice, and the man, the legend. Mr. Freemhall, Freemhall, how are you doing? I'm doing good, good. How are you doing, Mr. Baca? I am doing very good. It feels like it feels like it's been it feels like it's been a year, almost a it year. It has been
6: just about a year. There's a nip in the air, nice cold, brisk weather, and and it it's about time that we have our annual chat by the by the fire. Oh, uh,
5: yeah, I've got the I've got the logs burning, marshmallows melting. Uh, I've got some mulled wine. Do you guys do mold wine over there?
6: I drink wine. I don't know what mold wine is. Mold wine. Oh, it's it is hot spiced wine. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a brandy.
5: Yeah, but- I mean you like like a like a grape juice. Imagine like a hot grape juice. Is there alcohol? Like that. Yes, but oh, yeah. minimal. Okay. I think I think the hot, the heat the the cooking cooks a lot of that off, so it's actually. Fairly low low alcohol content, but
6: well, that's just a waste of time.
5: I mean, you can have a, like a hot apple cider as well. That's an, that's an option. Oof.
6: I do yeah. have a lot of hot apple ciders.
5: I'm not gonna lie to mm. you. Yeah, similar vibes,
6: similar vibes. So
5: you know, that, or we could just have a whiskey. You know, why not?
6: Bingo. So yeah, it's been a year since we last chatted, uh, and, and of course the 12 days of Christmas at, at TA has just concluded, and, and I just couldn't leave the community without unwrapping just one more gift. They are a greedy bunch.
5: They always want more.
6: Absolutely. So we absolutely should talk about the, the new uh, Freemholes Completion Challenge for 2022. Before we get into that, we should probably remind people exactly what is Freemholes
5: completion challenge 2022 let's assume we've got some new people around who have no idea what we're talking about right now
6: they probably don't even know who i am
5: who are who even are you <laughs> so freem give us give us you've got uh, 10 seconds give us a quick recap rundown what is freemholz
6: completion challenge so my completion challenge I'm the old host of Z to Z if you guys don't know if you're new to the community and et cetera. Um, and, and you know, there's ramblings about that podcast here and there. And uh, I am, I'm a big fan of of getting completions. I feel like that guides my gaming, tells me when a, when a game is complete and I can put it on the shelf and get rid of it. So I've come up with a challenge that helps frame some of that work. Um, In order to guide your gaming experience, much like the random to do list and etc. So the 2021 version has been uh, six years. So 2022 will be the seventh year I've been doing this. And it's kind of grown in scope each and every year uh, to kind of where it's in its nice sweet spot right now. There are four distinct challenges that uh, that gamers have to work for. and the first one, probably the most popular one, this is the one I started with, are called the categories. Uh, and there are 30 uh, r- individual categories in which you need to uh, complete a game. And so uh, this specific year had uh, it was pretty challenging. Uh, it was uh-huh. a challenging list this year. and uh, you know there's a couple standouts for sure that that gave people fits. I, I'm probably gonna end up completing it this year. I'm not quite there yet, but I will have it done. Um, I have two games I need to complete yet to, uh, f- you know, lock in on this one. Um, I did complete a game yesterday, uh, except it glitched. The ukulele and the impossible lair uh, unlock all achievements. Achievement decided ah. not to unlock.
5: Oh, is it flagged? Flagged as a buggy one? That one?
6: Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. Okay, it's a known The forums are rife with people who have been burned, and I've got the stock response from the Team 17 support group saying, we're very much aware of it, and good luck, you'll never see that again. I don't think that's how it read. That's what I read in my head. I'm a little dyslexic. Uh Uh Uh, So I have to audible on that one, and thankfully... I was using that one for the padding the word count, where you need to complete a game whose title contains at least five words. Uh, and and I will use Diablo Three Reaper of Souls Ultimate Evil Edition. Well, that's a big one. That's not plenty a big... of words on that one. And yes. uh, and I I'm, I'm just a few achievements away. I've got everything leveled up. We've already transitioned our team over to the Xbox One version. So I just need to uh, hit level seventy on the last two characters. And I will have that done, and then the last one it would be Night and Day, and I'm going to complete the game Night Book, which is a visual novel, simply just going through uh, the motions on that one. Nice and simple.
5: Now, um, it should be said that for your completion challenge, this is a kind of light, fun kind of background Super thing. Fun. It's not a, a really intense contest. It's uh, not intended so to be. if you were to, I'd imagine... If somebody said to to you, "Look, Freem, I completed this game all apart from this one glitched achievement. Can I have this one, please?" You might, you might, you might let it slide. So, I mean, if you asked me, I'd say you get ukulele, personally. Totally. Uh, but obviously, if you want, if you want to be a stickler and you want to give that yourself the right credit, then then that's fine. But if you were doing this as part of Uh, the bcm which which your categories are used as part of so so anyone who's doing the bcm might recognize some of these they are used in that then then obviously yes you you would have had to have completed the game but if you're just doing it for fun on the side then then maybe you might let that one go
6: Correct. Yeah, that's exactly right, and and I've already talked to Iron uh, about it, and, and I am intending to use this for BCM, uh, and it will not count, so I do need an Audible, um, mm. which, again, and like you said, it's totally light and breezy. If someone is hearing about Holes Completion Challenge 2021 for the first time on this podcast, I mean, there is a link. You can go back and look and see what you did over the year and see how many you can check off if you happen to be a completionist. Like you said, there is yeah. absolutely no barrier to entry here. It is,
5: and actually, that's that's a lot of people's style is wait until the end of the year, then go back and see what fits. See if you can see back backfill the list, yeah. um, which you will be able to do if you if you complete a lot of games. I'm sure you could fill a good chunk of it naturally.
6: I'm pretty sure Mental Knight has it done.
5: Uh, <laughs> he probably has it done just on this month alone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, similar to you, I started this uh, back in 2019. So I did 2019, 2020. I completed both of those lists. Uh, This one, though, is the first one where I'm not entirely certain I will get the whole thing. And it's because of one challenge. And I'm not alone in this. This has been a sticking point for a few people. I asked people in the community and uh, EOJ mentioned it as one that uh, he struggled to get. Uh, There's only a few games out there. Um, and that's uh, Fug Knows Best, completing mm-hmm. a game where whose title contains no vowels. Uh, and EOJ said, expectedly, there were very few games that actually fit this category. Uh, even less of those looked like they'd actually be ones I'd enjoy, and, and I'd also <laughs> add <laughs> ones that could actually be completed. Uh, he did one called, a game called 140, which I've not, not, not heard on personally. Um, oh, yeah.
6: I've, I, that was on my list initially to do. Mm. Uh, turns out it is difficult platforming. Oof!
5: Yeah, I mean, I so I have one. I think a lot of people probably latched onto as soon as it was released, quite late in the year, because uh, it looked like there was no options really, uh, which was Mist. Uh, now I haven't even started Mist, but Mist is one of my all-time favorite games. I'm very nostalgic about it, so I am planning to play that literally in the last few days of the year. But that game. Has that speedrun achievement in which? Best
6: of luck with that. <laughs> it is difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I if I do it
5: and I and I get it done, then the list is complete for me. If I don't, uh, arms arms may be pulled. So Probably let me. Yeah, it,
6: it, I can see that. I also used mist. Um. Mm-hmm. And let me just walk you through a little bit of, of the challenges that I faced. I was using in my work computer, which is not a good computer, and uh, because the amount of precision you need definitely leans toward mouse and keyboard. And Mm -hmm. I'm not good with mouse and keyboard, so I was trying my best. The frame rate was just crashing. My system would crash constantly, just couldn't get it done. And I was like, oh boy, I'm not sure how this is going to end up working. So I said, let's try the Xbox Series X. And oh boy, with that controller, there's no way. I don't even know how it's even possible. So I ended up coming down to my son has his keyboard and mouse plugged into the uh, the Xbox in the basement. And so I booted it up down here. It took me a good hour to get the to get mm-hmm. enough of the muscle memory down, but, you can sure believe there was a serious fist pump when that achievement popped. It was delightful. <laughs> Amazing.
5: Okay, yeah. I mean, I'll definitely be giving it a go. Uh, there were a few other people, actually, who chimed in with uh, their own experiences. Arutek, who completed the entire list, he did the BCM version of the list. Now, that doesn't use every single one of your challenges, so that's kind of like the easy version, I'd say, yeah. of freehold's completion challenge, but he still managed to do everything. And he, he struggled with finding ones that fit into different categories, and then he f- ends up swapping them around a lot. So Blair Witch went from having uh, the one with the dog in the game, and then that got switched into having an animal companion. Uh, and then also people, I think, found it a difficulty to find games where there was a law enforcement character, but they weren't military Um La Noir was an option there, and actually, La Noire was also a good option for the Australian developer, which I think people also found interesting because that 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 challenge required some research. Yeah, Trying to find who was an Australian developer, Alex RD uh, pointed out uh, that he actually really enjoyed. Uh, researching, you know, where did developers come from to figure out, you know, uh, options there. Hollow Knight is also another option for Australia. I used Um, Moving Out. Moving Out, uh, that was one I used as well. Um, It was actually a really cool thing to kind of find out those little details. Agreed. Um, Yeah, about, uh, you know, where do people come from and things. But if you've got literally hundreds of games and you're Googling the developers uh, of these little indie titles, sometimes, sometimes they're quite hard to track down.
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah, every year, my I've got a spreadsheet, uh, which I'm sure you do as well. And, you know, I, I, I complete a game, and then you go through the list and, and make little tallies as to, okay, you know, first game I completed in January Battleborn. All right, what is that? That has a death character in it. Yes. That has anthropomorphic animals. Yes. Uh, that has zombies? Eh, no. no. Yeah, and you just go down the list and you make all these tallies. And then eventually you'll get one that only fits one criteria and you're like, bam, lock it in, baby. And that shuts all that out and you just start, by process of elimination, start weeding it down until probably around September you start looking and say, okay, where are the, the holes that I'm missing here? Mm-hmm. Um, and try and then get very specific in slotting some things in. But that's worked for me every year. Um... And and this year is no different.
5: But it, Categories wasn't the only uh, challenge that you had out there. You, you As you say, you've you've kind of expanded it over the years, and you had a, a few other fun little challenges I tacked did. on there.
6: I uh, did. Challenge number two was called Developer Diary, and this was finding developers with each letter of the alphabet. And this one I did not do quite as well, uh, <laughs> despite having plenty of completions. I only got 17 of the letters completed. Um, Although if I look at all of the lists of games I completed, it I've got forty-two of them on here. Uh, there's just turns out a lot of studios with the start with S or B mm. uh, that I like to that I like to do.
5: So I did I did a bit better on this. I didn't get the the full lot uh, because uh, a few letters only have like one or two options, and, and not all of them have have good completion options. Uh, I got all but two. So I yes. am missing an X and a Z or a Z. And I think there are options I have for, for, for Z, um, but I don't know if I'll get to them this month, unfortunately. You're not doing a
6: Zilon to just quick pound that out?
5: They're not a developer. They're a publisher. Oh, they're a publisher. That's so, right. So, um, sneaky gits. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I got caught on that one a couple of times actually. Thinking, oh, I could. Oh, wait, no, that's not. It's mm-hmm. not going to count. But uh, I'm I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable yeah. with getting all but the trickiest of letters. So I, I'm that's pleased with that. Effort.
6: Super yeah. admirable. I left this one as a just kind of not caring uh, piece of it, and and just hoped for the best. Uh, since since I was focusing so much on the categories and and honestly challenge three fell into the same boat um and and challenge three was the publisher bounty board mm. and what this was is I made a list of the top 38 uh, publishers as of you know December 2020 uh, mm-hmm. when this was first evaluated. Uh, obviously this list I'm sure has changed since then but, It has the top 38, of which you needed to get 25 of them. And this was the publishers that essentially published the most games. So obviously number one being Microsoft, so any Xbox Game Studios game or Microsoft Studios, followed by Electronic Arts, Ubisoft, Hamster's on there, Activision, and you just go down the list. Mm -hmm. I only ended up with 14 of these.
5: That's pretty decent. Uh, That's pretty decent. So I did 13 of the top 25 and then I got one, two, three, four, four of your uh, additional ones, four of the wildcars. The bonuses, so, yeah. 17 total. Uh, it's a tricky one to do. I, and actually, I could, I'm looking at the list and I, I'm quite close on an Artifacts Monday. Oh, wait, no, I completed an Artifacts Monday last night. <gasps> nice. Oh, eighteen. Yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> sure. Once I finish
6: Focus or Nightbook, I think that's a Focus Home Interactive mm. joint. So I, I, I could
5: imagine I could maybe it. get to twenty by the end of the year. But there's only yeah. a couple of weeks left, so it might be tricky. But again, uh, that was a, that was a hard one to really actively go for, especially some of those big publishers. Have only done really big games,
6: Um, right? Absolutely, and they take a long time uh, to Mm -hmm. do, right? But some of them, like sometimes you, I mean, if I really wanted to do that, I could probably bust one of those out pretty darn (laughs) quick. So that was that was challenge three, and then challenge number four is the random to-do list crossover challenge, and this is this asks you to get, you know, we up the up the ante to get twenty different games, and this required you to, wherever your random do list fell, uh, in the in the order of the 25, uh, if you finished the game during that month, it would lock in your spot, mm-hmm. and uh, I only ended up with 13, of course, December's not over, I will get um, one more for December, because that happens to be my uh BCM random game, and so I'll have 14, but just shy of that 20 that I needed. Um. So I really love this
5: one. Uh, I think this is a really great accompaniment to the RTDL, um, especially if people um, get frustrated by the nature of the RTDL where it it asks you to pop a random achievement, obviously, in a game, but then you kind of end up hopping a lot between those games uh, and then not pushing any further. And it might be that the achievement you got is like halfway through, uh, and you just put it back down again. Uh, and I think this is a really great challenge to kind of get you to just go, you know, just finish it. Just finish it off while you're there. Just get that get, get that completion. Now, I play a lot of, you know, quote unquote baby games. A lot of my stuff is, is quite easy. Uh, so I actually did really, really well on this one. And I have got the not just 20, I've got the full 25. Um, but uh, i have to say that partly that is because i (laughs) i gamed the system uh (laughs) in the final month of the year this month um i decided i really really wanted that full combo so i loaded up my pool with easy games now it wasn't this month that got me it i would have got 20 i think i got 20 back in september or october so you know It wasn't just doing it this way. Uh, But this final month of the year, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much full comboing on easy games, which also involves completing a lot of, you know, one to two hour, two to three hour games. Uh, So, you know, I'm gaming the system. I'm cheating it a little bit, but I'm still going to take it as a win.
6: Hey, you know what? You got all 25. That's fantastic. I, I was personally proud of... I got the uh, the the top five, you know, twenty one through twenty five, uh-huh. um, you know, and those are I, I, those are some long games, uh, you know, are some challenging games like Streets of Rogue, a couple of deck builder games, uh, the year long Microsoft Sudoku. Um, You know, just getting those things knocked off, and and okay.
5: Well, I am more impressed by by that. I'm more impressed by your 13 than my 25. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a comment here from Arutek, who actually said he hadn't even seen the RTDL aspect. A lot of people, I think, had seen the categories, the challenges from the BCM side of things, but then the additional challenges are new to them. So uh, Arutek actually said, I hadn't seen the RTDL aspect of the challenge last year, but looking at it, it seems like a really interesting way to aim for completions, like I said. Uh, especially once you get towards the higher end of the RTDL achievements, or you get lucky at the start of the year, but then some of the other ach- easier achievements could screw you over towards the end. So right. I think he's definitely going to be uh, picking up on that one next year.
6: And that always kind of, like, I what I would do some of those it, it, you know I keep my random to-do list pool about a, at a thousand achievements just hovering right there that's the minimum amount mm-hmm. a thousand achievements it ends up being 120 ish games um, on my ongoing pool but in my head it's like oh okay, you know I've got one achievement left in plants versus zombies or two achievements left in this I'll just finish it when the rtdl comes up and in my head that makes sense but then mm-hmm. you do the math and you're like, Oh, yeah. The percentage-wise, that's not likely to come up. <laughs> so yeah. mm-hmm. good luck on on letting making that lottery ticket hit. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was 2021, uh, but we're not here just for 2021. It is the end of 2021, which means it's time to start talking 2022. Uh, mm. Now, I just announced it today. I was going to give you a sneak peek when we, we were going to record earlier, but... Alas, uh, both of us are are parents and chose not to remember or (laughs) physically were unable to remember that we had a commitment. So you're seeing the list for the first time Mm -hmm. uh, today. Mm -hmm. What did you think? Well, I mean, so as always,
5: I think what really draws me in by this whole challenge is the the sheer creativity uh, on display. Uh, I really love seeing these unusual categories they range from you know clever wordplay cultural references references to the community um just fun little mentions uh, and again you've outdone yourself there's some really really good stuff i really like
6: that the first few challenges are animal based yep. <laughs> a variety of different animals yeah, they, they ended up getting grouped. So as I made the whole list, I started to look at some similarities between some of these, and I was like, yeah, I should group these together because then mm. when I'm going through my list, it'll make sense of like, okay, does this game have animals? Okay, mm. yes. Then there might be three possibilities that would work here. Let's yeah. see if this these apply. And I
5: like um, how some of them actually contradict each other or opposite to each other so you've got a um, coonskin cap which is actually for uh, a game that involves hunting so hunting animals killing animals you know skinning crafting whatever something like your red dead redemptions or your your later um assassin's minecraft, creed games minecraft yeah yep. but then you've also got uh the pater would be proud which is the opposite which involves a game that has animals in and weapons
6: but you can't kill any animals which i'm not even sure what that was apply to. Uh when I made this, I don't have anything in mind, so I'm really excited to see what people come up with because mm-hmm. I don't even know what would apply. I don't think I've done anything in 2021 that would apply to this one this year. So Yeah, uh, I think that's a really interesting one. That's that's one where
5: I think as you as you're playing and completing games, you'll you'll kind of go, "Aha, I I figured it out." But but thinking yeah. about it, it would be really hard to kind of come up with. You
6: know, I am now that I'm thinking about it, enslaved odyssey to the west uh mm-hmm. does have animals that are flesh sure. that you cannot kill um,
5: I, s- I suppose there are lots of games where they add in uh, things like birds and things like that in the background yeah but you, you know they're not interactable they're not they're just there to fill out the scenery um yeah, yeah so you, you know so you'll be running through be a fly. forest and you'll see birds flying around and things like that you can't kill any of those birds <laughs> yep. but they're there
6: yeah, and so I obviously I've shared this list with uh, Iron Fist of Snuff for the BCM. These will also be making an appearance in in that list, and and he said, uh, and and now that I'm going through it, I kind of think I agree. This is probably the hardest list so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's some very specific things on here. Well, there's a
5: lot of of wordplay involved. um, And and the palindrome one in particular, that got uh, two or three people that I talked to in the community really excited about that one in particular. So Aerotech said, uh, love the one for a palindrome, which mm -hmm. he suspects probably won't be the easiest of ones to go for.
6: No, Uh, and 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 in my head, I thought ACA Neo Geo would be a slam dunk. But if you're doing Mm -hmm. BCM, to find a 1.2 ratio ACA is near impossible.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mad Lefty also said he really liked the, uh, the palindrome one, but also the the one where you have to get uh, consecutive uh, words of two, three, and four letters. Two, three, smallest, four. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, smallest to largest as well. That sounds really, really cool. Um, and Eoj said, "Garunding <laughs> with scissors is probably my favorite challenge name of the bunch." I laughed. Pretty good <laughs> at it. Has me smirking now. Just thinking about it. I don't know why, but I like it. And that, that, I, I agree that one's a fun one, uh, which is for any game that has an ing word in the title
6: <laughs> which also i in apostrophe would count that is still a gerund even though you're choosing not to pronounce the g mm-hmm. um yeah iron fist liked the fully vaccinated one he thought that was uh very fitting given the climate that we live in so um and and I took your comment from last year where you mentioned that you like the Fug one. So yeah, we've got some <laughs> community members. Oh yeah, we do. One.
5: I noticed. I noticed. Yeah, it's really cool. So um, Wackapail gets a mention uh, with a game that involves uh, a title where the letters E
6: and then I uh, occur.
5: So Which rather than I before E, one it's E before I,
6: is also mm. very slim pickings. Uh, yeah. Wolfenstein is on the list. There's also mm-hmm. Code Vein. Those are the only ones I found that are remotely close to my uh, game collection, and I'm not sure I can complete any of those. So Interesting, interesting. We've also got uh, a Hyzo, so
5: for any uh, game that involves a, a letter Y and a Z. And yours truly, Chewy y- on ice. You made the list, I baby. Made the list. Oh, I'm really pleased. Um, yeah, it completes a game with whose title contains a Ch, uh, which is just great. Although I, I was messaging a Ahizo about this, uh, and I pointed out he hadn't seen the list. And I said, by the way, you should notice that you're in it. And he said, <laughs> oh, "He said, oh, don't I feel special? I then pointed out that he shouldn't feel too special because I'm also in it. To which he responded, then my disappointment is immeasurable and my day
6: is ruined. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this upcoming year. I love putting these things together. Um, I've already got a dozen for the 2023 list going. So, you know, I like to plan them ahead so I completely forget about them and don't set myself up. Although um, announcing it early, I mean, you got a couple of weeks here to kind of to, to, you know, I like to do it before the big sales, mm. uh, the end of year sales come in case there's a couple yeah. of things on here. Where you're like, oh boy, yeah, I really should uh, you know, I need a game like this and this is on my list of, of some fun things to do. Yeah. So
5: I sometimes just put pairing games against the list is is the most fun bit. It's like if you're doing RTDL scavenger hunt uh, some of the most fun that you can have in that is just the the whittling of uh, figuring out what the possible achievements are on your list. Uh, even more fun than actually doing <laughs> playing oh, the game and unlocking achievements. And Death Dealer's uh, picked up on that as well. She said that uh, she generally gets excited for the first three months of the year, spending hours planning it all out uh, yep. and figuring out what games to use but the actual execution, the actual planning and completing of the games themselves is the bit that actually needs work.
6: That's <laughs> it's hilarious, and I, I do the same thing, especially since and I'll jump ahead a little bit because we already talked about it, challenge number four again this year is the RTDL crossover. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're keeping everything the same, the 20 that you need, I mean, nothing's changing from that standpoint and exactly what you do with the scavenger, I, I do the same thing and I make the list, and not only do you kind of narrow down the bands, you also look at, okay, so this one, it's it's one of the top three ratioed achievements, which means it it it's not gonna get any higher on the list. So I should try and complete this one for the RTDL and lock this one in, as well as, you know, getting all, you know, whatever and whatever, whatever. And so you know just all this cross-pollinating as it as it happens and, and you make your hit list for the month of like okay these three games 100 these have to get taken down this month like this is super important and mm-hmm. and i love i absolutely love doing that absolutely
5: yeah so um moving on to your second challenge uh, a very free challenge is Absolutely,
6: it, <laughs> it is, uh, and of course, if anyone is not familiar, I happen to fancy myself a zombie file. Um, each challenge so far has had a zombie-related achievement or game, you know, uh, category um, mm-hmm. where I cleverly hide the number in there. We're on obviously zombies number seven, and so challenge number two is very specifically targeted towards zombies and uh, enemies in the games that you play now. These obviously don't have to be zombie enemies. You can play a game with robots. You can play a game with humans. You can play a game with whatever. the The point is to identify these common zombie tropes and find enemies that that fit. So we'll start with the number one here: uh, brainless horde. And this is completing a game that contains swarms of enemies. So, for instance, I uh, you know the game Anthem has these clouds of bugs that come out of a hive, right? That would count as a swarm of enemies. Even though they're not zombies, if I completed Anthem, I could lock it in for this one. Um, The fast zombies complete a game that contains enemies that chase the player character and has a homing path, such as a Uh, Mm heat-seeker. So like a heat-seeking missile, you know, or a a bullet bill kind of enemy. You know, those those would count here for fast zombies. So I've got a list of 20 of these common tropes um, mm-hmm. You know, very akin to the Left for Deads, the Walking Deads, you know, you've seen these in every zombie game that's ever existed. And so I'm, I'm kind of, it's going to be kind of fun to, to try and remember the enemies you fought in, in those games uh, to see what, what applies here
5: yeah so definitely this is something that will require some kind of a little bit more active thinking of of, and and remembering uh what what went into the game and uh yeah just to reiterate it doesn't have to be a zombie game it can be any type of game as long as it contains an enemy that matches these kind of these tropes as you say that appear in your left for dead type games Uh, i really i like the the gas bag one so like the boomer so an, an enemy that involves it exploding uh when it dies in some way and damaging the player yeah, with status yeah. effects. So trying yeah, to think there's... of a game where oh yeah, I, I just I killed a guy and he exploded. Oh, that, that's going to work for, for that. Uh, right, for that but challenge. then
6: did that explosion poison me, or have a damage over time effect? Because that that applies to gas bag, mm-hmm. but if he just explodes and hurts you, that's the boomer one. The boomer. Oh, yes. So there's there's two distinct, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and, and and again you you see those tropes in in absolutely everything, mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um. Ideally, as well, people will be doing different games for each of those, right? So you can't use the same game across multiples.
6: Correct. But... That is correct. So, for instance, I just completed ukulele in the impossible lair. You know that has um, heat-seeking enemies. That has enemies that hide and jump out. That has enemies that are tanks. That has enemies that explode when they die. I mean, it would only count for one of those. Mm-hmm. So if so I completed would...
5: Left for Dead, I wouldn't be able to tick off the whole list. Correct,
6: basically. correct. Yeah, You'd have yeah. to, to pick which one makes the most sense to you. Uh just like you would do with your normal categories, probably get the list and say, all right, how many of these enemies are in here? And then when you get down to the end, you start slotting them in. Nice.
5: Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, uh Alex R. Davis actually uh commented that he thought maybe you could um have a have a bonus uh if people managed to do it without a single zombie game so entirely non-zombie
6: that would be super impressive yeah i i had it had crossed my mind to do only zombie games as well to just yeah. make it easy but that's a lot of zombie games yeah yeah well i
5: don't know there even are that many are there? Well, probably but maybe not completable in a year
6: right right uh so that brings us to challenge number three and this is uh is similar to some of the other challenges we've done in the past but the uh the the trick here is uh it's called multi-genre madness Mm. and what this one is is again we're looking at games genres but the only way you can tick one of these off is if that game is a multi-genre game which means it has at least two individual genre tags associated with that now In order to fill this thing out, we're looking for 25 of them. Uh, There are 54 genre tags, so there's lots to go around. Uh, I will say I did not do the homework to go through and see if everything is possible. Mm -hmm. It is very likely that there's no multi-genre visual novels. Maybe a point-and-click visual novel? Maybe, but I don't know.
5: Um, I can tell you that there is at least one visual novel point and click, and that is My Aunt is a Witch. Okay. Uh, but they are, they are few and far between. Few and far between. And
6: far between. So yeah. suffice it to say, some of these may not be uh, attainable, but uh, the example I use here is Mutant Year Zero. Uh, that is the genre tagged as stealth, strategy, and turn-based. So you could use that game for any of those three but not all three. You would mm. need to find two other games that would fit those. So okay. if, you, if, you, if you have a strategy turn-based game, you would need to at least complete two strategy turn-based games. One could apply to strategy, one could apply to turn-based, nice. uh, etc. So, that's,
5: that's an interesting twist. So you, you had the uh, genre challenge two years ago, uh, yes. which was purely just try and complete as many different genres as possible, regardless of multi-genres or anything like that.
6: I think it was actually encouraged, didn't I? Allow the if you got a multi-genre. To, yes, to check you're right. You could tick, you could
5: talk, tick off m- multiples with one game. Yes, yeah, yeah. So this is like the opposite. This is like hard mode. This is hard but, mode. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. And and again, that's the kind of thing where if you do play a lot of games and compete a lot of games, you might do a lot of it naturally, but then you'd be trying to figure out what the best possible combination is to knock out the most different genres. Right. So, you know, oh, this one works better for racing because if I put it into stealth, then that will mean that there are fewer options for race. Right. You know, you're trying to figure it out.
6: And, and this one, you know, this one very much appeals to my style of gaming. I'm so much of a variety player. I love to have so many different experiences and and dabble in a lot of different things. So I think this one's going to be really fun for me. But if you're like, a, hey, I'm a, I'm a shooter, action-adventure kind of person, you know, this one's probably going to be pretty tricky for you because um, you, you just might not want to play an arcade racer this year. Uh, or a, a dungeon crawler, etc. So, uh, if that's the case, hey, sorry, maybe you just skip challenge three. But I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this. I, I like the uh, the variety.
5: Absolutely, I think it's a good one to go for, and it'll be interesting to see how well people do as the year progresses. Yes, sir. So, yeah, that uh, that's streamholes Completion Challenge 2022. That's brilliant. If anyone's been listening to this and is really interested in what we've been talking about and wants to know more, the message went up today, that's the 13th, um, in the VCCCW channel uh, of the ah one Discord. If you're not already in that channel, uh, you can go to role assignment and use the little chewy emote which will give you access to that channel and you'll find the post about this in the pins uh, as well as a link to the document uh, with all of the details about these challenges. Now this yep. is something that you don't uh we don't track for you. Uh, it's not something that you have to report in for. This is just something that you can do in your own time in your own way. Uh, and then keep kind of messaging Freem saying, "Hey Freem, does does this count for this? Does this count for that?" Uh, which which you love, don't you? <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Uh,
6: I'd like it when someone asks me because typically this happens in the BCM. And they say, hey, Fred, would you count this one? And I would say yes. And then Iron says no. <laughs> like, yes, like you're yeah, you're a little too loosey goosey with. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so you can count it for yours, but not for mine.
5: Yeah, so if you're in the BCM obviously these ch- these categories are going to be front and center and you'll be seeing these and there'll be a- it's a more competitive version of that uh, of that challenge. So, uh, you can do it your own way, you can do it in the BCM way, but if you just want to do it the free and easy way, the free and easy way. Hey, uh, you-, you can uh, just do it your own way. I will say that in previous years we've kind of just let people do their own thing and and then by the end of the year we've gone, "Hey, that this is a thing. How did everyone do?" and, the- and there's a mass scramble uh, to figure it all out. Uh, but I think this year we're going to play it a little bit differently. For anyone who knows, and I've mentioned it a few times, the VCCCW is kind of coming to an end in its current form. Uh, we're kind of decommissioning and and hanging up our, our, our kind of challenge hats, uh, so to speak. Um, but in that's in order to make the, uh, the channel a little bit more democratic and allow for more community challenges to come from other areas and, and spotlight things like uh, Freem holes challenge, uh, Skeptical Mario's various crazy challenges that he does, the derp, and, and so on. So um, rather than having the monthly events all the time I think what we're going to do is throw a little bit more spotlight on these kind of things. So I'd love Freem if you'll have me to to maybe checkpoint uh, at a couple of times in the year uh, and do some more updates on how people are doing and make a little bit more bit more hype throughout the year.
6: I like it it's a, it's a great idea, and uh, certainly, you know, uh, as someone who I've been on the community events team at True Achievements now for, boy, I don't even remember, but <laughs> trying to come up with the 12 days every year, it gets harder and harder to not repeat things, and so, you know, some people get, get some really creative ideas, and, um, you know, and, and different people play different ways, so it's always great to, to have a new, fresh perspective on, mm-hmm. uh, on any of these kind of challenges completion or not
5: and i think that's where we as a community can really shine because true achievements uh god bless them uh they have some amazing events but they have to appeal to a very massive community Uh, Mm -hmm. we're talking literally tens of thousands of people uh so you can't be too niche and you can't be too too creative it, right. it can be a struggle to 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 make something that's really creative but works for enough people um but uh, thankfully uh, in our smaller communities uh, we're a bit freer to to, to get go wacky. to go crazy yeah <laughs> uh, yeah
6: the the amount of vitriol we got when we put in a racing challenge in last year's 12 days you would have thought we said burn your xbox to the ground it was unbelievable to simply ask someone to get two achievements in a racing game. <laughs> so yeah. so um, yes, it's, you know you can't uh, uh, appeal to all the people all the time.
5: Hmm. Well, brilliant. Uh, well, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. And like I said, hopefully we'll be able to do a, a checkpoint. Well, let's not make it a year again, for you.
6: That sounds like a plan. I will also add Iron Fist is going to open up his registration for bcm for next year like you said is a little bit more uh, competitive i don't treat it as more competitive i just like more categories and so he i've seen his list of categories for next year uh they're very good i'm excited They're his are i would consider way more hard than mine Um, but if you like this style of completing things and and having some fun in this regard consider signing up for that there's a brief window with when registration is open so if you don't get into it before I I, maybe the end of the year I I don't think it goes quite that long but you've got like a two-week window there Um, you know if you're interested in seeing more you can always just get the list and work on them on your own like I would do for for this anyway so I want to throw that out there is if if you do enjoy this type of uh, challenge there is plenty uh, to go around
5: Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for joining me. Season's greetings, uh, and we'll catch up in the new year.
6: Absolutely. Catch you guys later.
4: Hello and welcome to Waka's Weird Wonders, this time looking back on a game few have even heard of, One Dog Story. I picked this up thinking it might be a metroidvania, it is not. It is a narrative driven pixel art run and gun exploration 2d platformer adventure which according to the developers Big Way Games has RPG elements. It does have a branching story depending on some of your actions and choices in the game with 5 different endings requiring at least 2 playthroughs for the completion but I personally would omit the RPG label. One Dog Story is a very ambitious game. Unfortunately, it might have been a bit too ambitious for its developers with some parts of the game feeling a bit half-baked but with more than enough content to warrant its $15 price tag. Its at first glance high price is probably why One Dog Story only has 125 starters on TA. The fact only 4 players have ever completed it since its release in July of 2020 is likely another with not a single completion in 2021. One Dog Story has 31 achievements worth 1000 game score and 2900 TA, and it takes around 10 hours to complete. It's not an easy completion, but the 2.9 ratio is higher than I expected, but as so few have played it, the ratio is volatile. One Dog Story tells the tale of a dog who escaped the destruction of the surface together with his master and a bunch of other humans. After several years living in an underground bunker, the dog wakes up alone as a dog-human hybrid with plenty of questions, many of them shared by the player. The underground bunkers have been overrun by mutant spiders and other creatures At this stage the game very much appears to be a metroidvania, with an interconnected level to explore, gathering equipment and weapons. As I mentioned, this turns out not to be the case, as you'll soon learn there are plenty of points of no return, with some linear levels and some more open areas requiring exploration. Along the way you'll meet many colorful characters inhabiting the post-apocalyptic bunkers, Offering hints at what is going on and why you've been turned into a humanoid dog. It's a very strange tale, which starts off intriguing, completely defying my expectations. But the end game goes completely bonkers in a way I'm not sure I liked. One Dog Story has three stackable difficulty achievements. Since it requires two playthroughs for the completion, I recommend doing the first playthrough blind, experiencing the story and enjoying the game hard is rather difficult but not impossible while easy is very much easier i played my first run on hard but it might be easier to do it the other way around most achievements are story based with a few missables along the way mostly collectibles and ending based achievements as there is no level select and the game does not telegraph its points of no return it is easy to miss stuff if you do not follow a guide most endings can easily be obtained by reloading the last save defeating the final boss then choosing different dialogue choices but some of the endings won't be available as they are determined by choices made earlier in the game there's also a rather bad bug in the dialogue after defeating the final boss if you use a to progress text you automatically make a choice determining the ending without even seeing the question this can be circumvented by skipping text using the start button, or menu button, which it is actually named but never called. Speaking of glitches, there are unfortunately quite a few in One Dog Story. Most are rather harmless, but there is one potentially game-breaking bug near the end of the game, which can checkpoint you as the world collapses under you, making it impossible to complete the game without replaying it entirely. One Dog Story is certainly not perfect, but there is nothing quite like it. While the moment to moment storytelling of One Dog Story makes sense, I still don't understand the bizarre endgame, what happened to the world, and what becomes of a certain very important character in the story, even after playing through the game twice. The game offers plenty of mysteries, but it is not very concerned about giving the player answers, at least not in a straightforward fashion. One Dog Story is occasionally discounted in a bundle featuring Big Way Games' other release on Xbox, Lose Revenge, which, according to its blurb, features Lou, the son of Satan, fighting a human corporation in hell. I'm cautiously optimistic about that one. I've heard mixed opinions about Lou's revenge in the Discord. Have a nice day, everyone!